Pour parler d'agriculture et d'Europe à la jeunesse. Le climat-wandel erfasst immer weitere Teile der Welt. Farmers help us bring nature back and preserve biodiversity. Ceux qui sont dans le rouge s'en sortent quand ils font plus vert. La qualité dans ce pays, elle doit être là pour tous. It's freezing cold at the Nuremberg Christmas market. So what better than mulled wine to warm up the festive spirit? It tastes very good. It's typical of the Nuremberg Christmas market. Mulled wine or egg punch is what we need. For me, it's important that it comes from the region, that it comes from here and does not have to be imported from somewhere. And it's specifically from this region. When I buy mulled wine here, I know how it will taste and that I will like it. Elizabeth Schwarzhofer drove almost 250 kilometers from Passau this morning for the market and to drink a mulled wine in a class of its own. A very warm welcome from the Nuremberg Christmas Market, the so-called Christkindersmarkt, to this 25th edition of Food for Europe, which is, of course, a Christmas edition. And here, from one of the oldest and largest Christmas markets in the world, we're talking about products with geographical indications, known as GIs. Across the European Union, many Christmas tables will feature products that bear this hallmark of quality and tradition. But what exactly is a GI? Richard Balling is responsible for food quality policy at the Bavarian State Ministry of Food, Agriculture and Forestry. These products are unique and special. They are characterized by a close connection with a particular region, with the know-how of the people in this region, with the climatic conditions. And indeed, here at the stand of the Gerstacker winery, the customers are queuing up to drink mulled wine with an EU-registered protected geographical indication. Jenny Kynes is serving customers, finally again after a two-year break due to Covid. We are delighted. After two years of enforced absence, we are very happy that we can start selling again. The people are also really open, friendly and warm, and happy to see us back, to see that we finally have a Christmas market again. And the EU label, protected geographical indication, is not just a formality on paper for her, but a matter close to her heart. The fact that we have the original Nuremberg mulled wine in red and white with a seal of quality that's a great honour for us. And what exactly gives this mulled wine the qualities that takes it into a class of its own? Good red wine and the beautiful spices we put in it, the Christmas spices. Let's see if any of the consumers of this PGI product can identify exactly which spices are in traditional Nuremberger Glühwein, protected geographical indication. Monica and Helmut Zenet from Nuremberg. Zimt, red wine. Cinnamon. Red wine, and then cloves or something, so Christmas spices. Yes, cloves maybe. Informed guesses or right on the button? Let's ask the managing director of the Gerstacker winery, Stephanie Gerstacker, about the spices that go into her PGI Nuremberger Glühwein. Is it an old, historical recipe? 
Our family has preserved the recipe for many, many generations, and this will continue to be the case, unchanged, of course. And the recipe is secret? And secret, of course, yes. But I can reveal a bit. The typical spices are also present in Nuremberg gingerbread, cardamom, nelken, cinnamon, star anise, mace, and much more. So, Stephanie's family has been producing it this way, as she says, for many generations. And it's this timeline of tradition that helps to make a product PGI. Nuremberg mud wine has emerged from history. Wine has always been seasoned and Nuremberg was an important trading city in the Middle Ages. Two important trade routes crossed and all the spices came from the Orient. They were sold and traded here and so they came to be used in mulled wine. And then the Nuremberg gingerbread emerged from here too. There were a lot of spices used and just like the Nuremberg sausages, these products are always refined with different spices used. And indeed, Nuremberger Lebkuchen and Nuremberger Rostbratwurst also have a European Union PGI registration. You might wonder why, after all, in all three products, including the Nuremberger Rostbratwurst, very similar spices are used, and a good portion of marjoram is added to the Nuremberger Rostbratwurst. We asked Stephanie Gerstacker what else is important when it comes to Nuremberger Glühwein with a protected geographical indication. It must meet various requirements, a certain quality of colour. There are rules about the amount of sugar and it must also contain typical Nuremberg gingerbread spices. Of course, each manufacturer has its own secret family recipe. But certain criteria must be met. The important thing is that it definitely has to be produced in Nuremberg. And economically, is EU PGI status an advantage? We sell Nuremberg mulled wine worldwide, in the USA, in Australia, in Asia. It's very famous because there are so many Christmas markets and there is a lot of mulled wine served. In Nuremberg's twin cities, such as Chicago or Shanghai, it is always very popular selling and drinking Nuremberg mulled wine. This is a real guarantee of success. Thank you, Stephanie Gerstacker from the Gerstacker Wine Keller. And back to Richard Balling from the Bavarian State Ministry of Food, Agriculture and Forestry. Richard, when you go to the Nuremberg Christmas market, do you also stop at the stalls for Nuremberger Glühwein, Nuremberger Rostbratwurster and Nuremberger Lebkuchen? If I go there, then of course I drink a Nuremberger milled wine at the Christkindlmarkt. I would normally have a look around first, where are the good Nuremberger sausages, and then see where I can find some good Nuremberger gingerbread according to my taste. And when I'm there with colleagues, friends or my wife, we go to a milled wine stand together. And you have to imagine it like this, in your nose, the scent of the Christmas market, the Christkindlmarkt, in the right hand, a cup of milled wine, and in the left hand, a Nuremberger gingerbread. And what about the ingredients? Do they also have to come from the region or even from the city of Nuremberg itself? Or is it something completely different with an old historical trading city like Nuremberg, where international trade has been going on for centuries? 
This is a recurring point of discussion and the regulation provides that products, especially protected geographical indications, are given their identity or specificity from different sources, from different stages. Especially when one sees this now in this example of the free imperial city of Nuremberg, this trading hub, this center of guilt, of craftsmanship, it is just so that this is the special, to obtain the best products from everywhere with a savoir-faire, the knowledge of how to refine it correctly, how to do it well, and also to give a corresponding context of consumption, such as the Chris Kindle marked, and then gave these products this value through their unique character. Now, of course, products have to be precisely defined in order to be protected in the single market and worldwide. We've heard a lot in the past from Eurosceptics about standardization of the curvature of bananas and cucumbers, but this seems to be a different situation. This is not a question of standardization in the sense of leveling, but of exactly the opposite, namely a definition of the specific, what constitutes the original. And this is not determined by the European Commission, but it is determined by the manufacturer, above all by the manufacturers and in coordination with the competent bodies. They define and identify these key points, which are then included in the specification. And that is the core or essence of a special product, not, let's say, what makes it equal to others, but what makes it stand out. Richard, before we started this interview, you talked about GIs being islands of identity in the ocean of the European single market. Can you please elaborate on that a little? The single market really is a good thing. It has created the same rules for all member states, for all manufacturers, and has made many things easier. But of course, this always entails the risk of harmonization. You can also see it maybe 20, 30 years ago, when you were in a supermarket in France or Italy, everything was very different. Today, therefore, it's important that these products play a special role, that they are independent, that they shape the cuisine of a region, a country, that they get a protected status and that they are reliably available for people both in the specific region and those in another country. But within the EU, not all countries have the same tradition of protecting products. What about geographical indications in the European context? In my view, the system of protected geographical indications and protected designation of origin is a real success story, which, from a historical point of view, has of course given the Latin countries a competitive advantage, because they have been setting up these systems for years, decades or even centuries. 
We have had to learn this and to implement the appropriate structures. But you can see that candidate countries are also active and can get a lot off the ground within a shorter period of years, decades or a decade. Richard Balling, thank you very much. And that's exactly where it continues, geographical indications in the newer member states of the EU, even if, in the case of Hungary, it's been almost 20 years now. Let's welcome Robert Szabo from Akasto in central Hungary. I also welcome you. Akasto is located around 150 kilometers south of the capital, Budapest, and there you produce carp. But first of all, in Hungary, as in many other countries, and not least in parts of Germany, there is something very special about carp for Christmas, isn't there? In Hungary, and also in Central Europe, a Catholic feast, and also Christmas, is a carp. And in Hungary, the traditional Christmas dish is Hungarian fish soup made with red peppers. Robert, tell us a little bit about yourself and about the production. I manage production and sales at a fish farm. Our cultivation is almost 300 hectares in size. We produce approximately 300 tonnes of fish per year, so one tonne per hectare. But you don't produce any old carp, it's Akastoi Shikiponti, a very special carp which also benefits from an EU-protected designation of origin. So what's so special about this carp? It comes from Akasto, but what else? The fish have to live in a very large natural area, around 20 to 25 square meters per fish. These are really natural conditions and they have to eat natural food. We add very little grain. So, a special type of carp and the saline soil of the region where these ponds are, together with the natural food, gives it special properties, right? Natural food gives the flesh of the fish a beautiful red colour, low in fat and tasty. And if the fish eats natural food, then there will be sufficient omega-3 in the meat. And if you roast it or make fish soup, it retains a good consistency. And for you, too, the EU PDO label is an important way to make your product known through the country and beyond, I guess. For us, it's very important because people throughout Hungary and the EU can get to know our products. You can taste and see that this car from Akastoi Chikiponti is very good and everyone says Hungarian fish soup is perfect. Robert, thank you very much to Akasto in central Hungary and have a Merry Christmas. And now we welcome Branka Toma, responsible for geographical indications in the European Commission's Directorate General of Agriculture and Rural Development, DG Agri. Branka, when you think of Christmas and the products with geographical indications in the EU, Nuremberg Christmas specialities and carp are just two of dozens. What other examples of registered Christmas products from the various EU countries come to mind? Well, I can think of a Czeski Modrimak. These are poppy seeds from Czechia, which is used as an ingredient in some traditional Christmas cakes and brings luck for the new year. 
from another part of Europe, Spain. We know, for example, Turon de Alicante, which is a regional specialty characterized by a firm nougat sandwiched between two wafer sheets. And of course, there is no New Year's Eve without a toast. Among the most known wines for this occasion are Champagne, Cava and Prosecco. However, if the same product can be made from the same ingredients with the same flavour and nutritional aspects, but in a different region, why is the GI label so important? I would start here with the crucial element, namely that a geographical indication is a name, which identifies a product linked to a territory. In this sense, if a product were made in exactly the same way, from the same ingredients in other region, its taste or its characteristics would not be identical to the products with the geographical indication. Due to differences in the soil, climate, air, or local production techniques, the name registered and protected is an intellectual property right of producers. This is the biggest value added. Also, Geographical indications aim at preventing bad faith uses of a name, for example, imitation or misuse of the name. On the consumer side, the value added of geographical indications are the guarantees. They guarantee the origin of the product, the authenticity. From an economic point of view, is there added value in the GI label for the marketing of products outside the EU as well as inside? Just to give you a picture of the economic dimension, geographical indications are not a niche market anymore. The estimated sales value is about 7% of the total EU food and drink sector. On the other hand, the estimate of the exports of GIs is around 15% of EU food and drink industry. This is significant. Despite the appealing figures, geographical indications are, however, still sold mainly on the national market, 60% of their sales value, while around 20% are sold on the EU market and another 20% are exported. Is the GI label especially important during the Christmas season? I believe that geographical indications are important all year round. Still, I think that the festive period during the end of the year is focusing on the family celebrations and on friends gathering around the table. In this sense, geographical indications get a prominent place as they promote products and traditionally consume delicatesses during this time of the year. Thank you, Branka Toma, from the European Commission's Directorate General for Agriculture and Rural Development. And many thanks again to our other guests and, of course, to you for your interest and for listening. And with that, we bring to an end this 25th episode of Food for Europe, this year's Christmas special edition. We'll be back again in the new year, but until then, a very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your Christmas food and drink and hopefully products with EU geographical indications will be on the table. And finally, let's return to the Nuremberg Christmas Market, where Jenny Kynes continues to serve mulled wine with, of course, an EU-registered protected geographical indication. 
To all, Merry Christmas. Stay healthy. Let's hope things can continue as they've come back to being at this year's Christmas market. Organic farming is steadily increasing. That's good. Pour parler d'agriculture et d'Europe à la jeunesse. Le climatwandel erfasst immer weitere Teile der Welt. Farmers help us bring nature back and preserve biodiversity. Ceux qui sont dans le rouge s'en sortent quand ils font plus vert. La qualité dans ce pays, elle doit être là pour tous. 